for this. It's your girl Alexis Barber. I'm so excited. It's another Sunday solo episode. If you are new to Too Smart for This, I've recently started saying this. Our goal here is to make sure that your definition of making it includes making time for yourself. So we are for the material girls, the smart girls, superficial girls who want to have an incredible life, but also want to have a soft life, but also have ambitious goals and don't know how to balance all of them. Because I am literally what you would see if you open the dictionary and search for that. So welcome back. In Sunday solos, I like to give a little intro. I like to share my smart tip of the week, so something that's enriching my brain. My superficial tip of the week, something that is enriching my vanity. I'm just kidding. Something that actually looks, that's helping me look or feel better. And then we jump into my life updates so you all can stay updated while I am getting my MBA here at Wharton. And then I like to answer a question from one of you guys. So let's go ahead and get started, okay? So smart and superficial tip of the week. So for my smart tip of the week, I have been listening to a book on Audible called How to Be a Founder. And I actually got this because at the beginning of my Wharton journey, honestly guys, Wharton is very much oriented towards finance, the finance industry, and like Stanford, which you guys know I did not apply to Stanford because I hate the area, is more known for its like entrepreneurial qualities, but that's more like tech entrepreneurship, honestly. It's just like when you get to Wharton, everyone is kind of just like focused on more corporate paths, and I'm obviously was planning on going down a more like creative path and continuing with Two Collective and launching and raising our like money for the robes and stuff like that. But I just started to really doubt myself because I was like, wow, maybe I really should go back to corporate and everyone around me is like around going back to corporate. And like, it's definitely dumb of me to be sharing this with you guys because obviously all founders should always be 100% obsessed with their business. And that's true. But like what we forget is like, I don't come from money, so I gotta bankroll all of this myself and it's getting a little tough. With that being said, I was just like, I don't know what to do and I had a career advising appointment and she was completely unhelpful and a little rude, which yeah, I did not enjoy. So I started crying <laughs> in the bathroom at school um, because I just was feeling like alone, you know? and. It's by my own choice. I have plenty of incredible mentors in my life, but I've just been a little scared to really make a choice on what I want to do with my future. So I bought the book, How to Be a Founder. <laughs> this is hilarious because that's where it's coming from. But um, so that's why I had a mental health Barnes and Noble trip, which if you know, you know, um, I'm addicted to a bunch of like self-improvement and self-care books. And I love going to Barnes & Noble when I feel really stressed or overwhelmed and just getting something to make me feel like I, it'll help me. And most of the time it works. So I got the book, How to Be a Founder. And it's actually written by people who are really passionate about growing the founder ecosystem because all the a lot of people could be founders but they're not founders because they're afraid of certain things so i think if you have even considered being a startup founder once in your life but you're like oh i want to go i want to do something prestigious or oh i don't know if i have what it takes or oh i feel like i need this i would absolutely pick this book up and listen to it i'm listening to it on audible and i got the physical copy because i have to do both it's really not an economical thing, but it is the only way I retain information. So I really recommend that for my Smart Tip of the Week. 
superficial tip of the week, however. I hate to say it. I really do. I don't really hate to say it, but I'm just like laughing at myself because I was not a person who was going to consume Rode. I was not going to buy Hailey Bieber's brand. Um, honestly, I feel like up until the whole Selena Gomez versus Hailey Bieber shenanigan that we had earlier this year, I was like not a fan of Hailey Bieber. I was kind of a hater. I was like, girl, like you're so bland, you can't model, and yeah. I don't care about what happened between her and Selena Gomez and their whole little like situation or the dating Justin Bieber or whatever. Listen, if Justin Bieber was trying to get with me, even though he had a girlfriend, please. Like she was 21, please be serious. I was never gonna consume her stuff and I, when she got the Forbes 30 under 30 cover last year, I was like, please, like whatever, this is dumb. And then my friend Christy Ford called me out and was like, actually like she's a very influential individual. And also the road is actually really good. You should try it. So I didn't, I never did, but then my friends were trying it. I was like, oh my God. And then my, uh, and then I got put on their PR list. Now this shit is good. And I probably sound like the dumbest like person right now, the dumbest influencer, just being like telling you, making a recommendation for you to drink water as if like everybody has road. Okay. I am not the first person to recommend road but I am obsessed with it. And I've been using it on my skin, which my skin just hasn't been feeling very moisturized lately. I've been doing the whole process. Um, I didn't get the cleanser. I don't even know if they have a cleanser actually, but I have the glazing milk, the serum and the moisturizer, and obviously the lip stuff, which I've been posting about 24 seven because it's so good. All of that I love and I have. So unfortunately she ate that. And I actually want to tell you the rest of my story, which is why I support Hailey Bieber now, is because when they had that whole Selena Gomez versus Hailey Bieber thing, people were so mean to her. And I really feel bad for that girl. Like, I really do feel bad for that girl because Selena Gomez's fans are disgusting. Now, I'm a Selena Gomez fan too. Love her. Huge fan. I've been watching Only Murders in the Building, which is an excellent Hulu show that she's on, if you want to go check that out. But I literally love love road so and i'm sorry to Haley bieber for all the people that were mean to you moving forward life update what's been going on um too much i'll tell you that i recorded this episode exactly a week ago or i recorded my last sunday solo exactly a week ago and so much has happened in the last week we got our class schedule um and i am happy with it and then i got a little overwhelmed in the ad drop period and like just messed up my life, honestly. Um, getting a little too trigger happy with the keyboard, thinking I could do this, this, and this. And now my schedule is a little scary, but I'm just not gonna think about it. Um, but I got my schedule. Um, I've been, now that I'm not sick anymore, I can go out. So this weekend, explored Philly. We went to a place called Buck Bar that was really cute. We went to, uh, we had a barbecue, someone's apartment over here, which was really cute. Then on Monday and Tuesday, I had classes all day and it was literally class from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. and then homework and essays and stuff. And this class is the management class and it was great, but the thing is, I'm exhausted. And on Tuesday, I had the longest day of my life. I woke up at like 6 a.m., worked, uh, or went to class, and then I had class and then we had our simulation, which is like this fake business problem we're solving. And like, it, I can't talk about it. Like I'm like not legally allowed to because it's like a important proprietary information thing. 
but it was exhausting. And then we had to do our final project as a group. And then I had to come home, shoot a brand deal, send it in, and then finish our um, editing our project. I was exhausted physically. I didn't get to all the posts I wanted to do that day. And I'm realizing as I say all these things out loud, like these are problems I used to pray for. Like, oh, I don't have enough time to shoot on my brand deals because I haven't enough. And like, I am at Wharton, which is like somewhere that like one of the most prestigious schools in the universe. Like these are amazing things. It's just a lot to be to balance time management wise. So eventually, I don't know, I was so exhausted from that entire day that yesterday I felt crazy and I felt like I was on the verge of tears for the whole time. And I was just kind of recognizing, okay, Lex, what's going on here? And the truth is, like, I guess I haven't really been prioritizing my health like I said I was going to because when I got sick, I was just so mad. And when I was sick, I also couldn't do my regular health routines. I just really wanted to get back into the social scene because I was gone and this is when everyone's making friends. So I realized, oh girl, your priorities are all messed up. You're saying that this is what you care about, but it's not really where you're putting your time. It's not really what, you, when, what you're like actually focused on. So I had to check myself. And today, in fact, even though there were social like things that people could invite me to and stuff, I chose to focus on my work because I knew we wouldn't have a lot of time moving forward. Uh, and that was really helpful for me. I feel like there's a misconception that once you prioritize something that you're always going to live by that. And in reality, prioritization is literally a guide and it's like um, an anchor for you. So even though like you are drifting away from the anchor, when you realize, oh shit, like I didn't do what I was supposed to be doing, you can come back to it and get back on the saddle. So I recognize like, actually, how am I spending my time as I'm here, even though I'm saying these are the things I care about, I got to get back to me, you know, and that's when I can actually show up. But I'm also sort of evolving because who I am is not who I or who I am at my best, as I know it right now, has to evolve with school because it's a different level of pressure and socialization. So that's definitely something I've been thinking about. In terms of making friends, I decided today with Jeff that I am going to make my goal of the first semester not to be like, find my people, find my perfect friend group. I am actually going to make my goal meet as many people as possible because everyone I meet in my class is so interesting and has ta already taught me so much about industries, jobs, opportunities, things that I never would have known. And I mean, like I had considered staying in New York for another year to just be an influencer and a founder out there and just chill out. Just based on the information I've learned from random conversations with my classmates who are doing incredible things, I am so happy with my decision and grateful that I get to be surrounded by these people because like they are so impressive and doing things I had no idea you could do, like buying like music royalties as a private equity firm or being a world champion in some random into random sport being uh like working with formula one people who are who have taught me about real estate in investing or search funds all these things and it is really nice because i feel like i never would have been exposed to people like this in this type of industry or in all these different diverse backgrounds if I hadn't chose to come to Wharton and so I'm really happy that I stepped outside of like the influencer bubble and chose to be here and that with that same being said 
whenever you're in a school environment, people revert back to like high school tendencies. And I feel like I don't want to be involved in any drama. I don't want to be involved in any like really anything that is not energy giving. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I am like, okay, instead of trying to focus on finding the perfect people, because I have best friends, I have my boyfriend. I want to focus on meeting as many people as possible. And I think naturally a friend group will emerge from that. Because that's something I struggle with. I, when I am in a foreign environment, I look for the familiar person. But I need to use my extrovertedness and go out there and meet people. So that's my goal um, instead. And I'm really happy that I'm here. But I, I definitely have like a group that I hang out with so far. But who knows who that will be long term. Okay, any other big life updates? I really can't think of any. Um, my good friends, my best friends are coming to visit this weekend. So I'm prepping for their arrival tomorrow. They're visiting for my friend's birthday. We're gonna have a good time. And I'll tell you guys where we went and everything on Instagram. I'll keep the girls in the loop because I really love planning stuff like this. I love planning travel. I love hosting people. It's my love language. So I'm excited for that. Um, I have been feeling bad because I'm having trouble making time to call my mom this week and um, I just there's just something new every single day so I need to like make that a non-negotiable in my calendar that and like snapchatting my siblings because teenagers are too cool to text so I gotta do that. I also wanted to say this so I met a I've met this girl and who's at Wharton too and every time she sees me and a lot of people because they follow me on Instagram like everyone is like wow, like, you're so impressive, like, I, congrats on all your success and stuff like that, and I get so uncomfortable, because on the other side of that, ooh, girl, there's so much shit that doesn't get done, there are things where I drop the ball, like, we had a partner, a brand partner that wanted, and that's a friend of mine, and she wanted an embroidery robe for a giveaway, and I completely messed up on, on the timeline for getting it together, and I just felt so bad. And that's just, that's like what's ruling my head. It's not the positivity or how many sales we got today or the people reviewing or saying they love their product. It's literally the one thing that I messed up. And that's what I'm thinking about. And that is such a problem. But I just wanted to say, like, I feel like if you are listening to me thinking like that I have it all together all the time or comparing yourself to me or really anyone on the internet, Remember that for every one success that you see on somebody's Instagram, there are 30 or more failures in the background or moments where they messed up or said the wrong thing or sent the email too late. Like, I just feel like I want to reiterate that because my successes are very like being very much highlighted this week or this month, which is nice. But at the same time, I don't feel that 100%. But I am like grateful and I'm just kind of recognizing that the journey and the process to getting where you want to go is long, twisted, and it never feels like how you think it's going to, which is a blessing as well as a curse. Let's jump into some Instagram questions that you guys sent in. I think I want to talk, uh, I don't know what I want to talk about because there's so many good questions. Okay, well, okay, but one person had asked about uh, she's going to start a new job soon. And I was remembering that a lot of new grads start around this time. So you might be in the first few months of your job. You might be starting school up or you might be starting a new job or something like that. And so I wanted to give a few little tips in the few minutes about how 
I would approach starting a new job and how I'm approaching starting a new school. And when it comes to approaching a new job, um, I really messed up on this when I started at Google because I got there and I was expecting them to tell me what to do. And I was expecting them to tell me what my career was going to look like. And sometimes, and I actually did fuck up a little bit with that again with Wharton where I got here and I was like, the answers are just going to be given to me. And they're not. The answers are not given to you. The answers are within you, which sucks because you actually have to listen, be connected with yourself and journal and think critically, get mentorship about the answers when they're within you. Whereas when you are looking for them outside of you, it's so much easier because you're like, oh, yeah, this is perfect. They told me to do it. So it doesn't matter if it gets messed up. No, you're not taking responsibility for your life when you don't do that. So I would jump into these spaces expecting things from other people because of the prestige that's given to them. But in reality, you are in the driver's seat of your career. So when you are getting somewhere new or you're starting somewhere for the first time, it's so important to look at what you want out of it and make very clear list of things that you want out of it. And those can include superficial things like money. Um, when I was at Google, I got this advice from a mentor of mine there who was like, you think Google's doing you a favor, but you're doing Google a favor. So you need to milk as much as you can out of it while you're here. And having that list of things that I was getting out of Google and wanted out of Google was really helpful because they might have been values that had mattered to me before, but they weren't values that mattered anymore once I reviewed them and I made my decision to leave. And so I think that was really helpful. Like think about what you want out of the company so that you can go back to that in moments of emotional like issues when you're so worried about, oh, what's going to happen in this situation? Are you mad at your boss or something? You can go back to, okay, I got this company for this reason. Is it fulfilling these reasons? Yes, no. Is there a new reason I need to add? Yes, no. And that really keeps you grounded when you're starting something new. The other thing that I think keeps me grounded when starting something new is organization. And that is coming up with a new routine because when you're making a big change in your life, like job, family, relationship, moving somewhere, it's much easier to implement smaller behaviors that you think will benefit you because you're changing your whole environment and establishing new norms in that environment. So I really love switching things up when I'm moving somewhere or switching something. And I talked about this a little with my habits building episodes in the past. So you can check those out if you are more thinking about like time management and habit creation. But I would just say like, think about who you want to be in this next phase of your life and try to embody that. Because I become coming here, it wasn't just like, oh, I want to study this thing, learn business or whatever. I was also thinking, I, I want to become a confident young woman. I want to become someone who's sure of themselves and real with themselves and has a clear vision for herself. Because I didn't for so long. And now I feel like I'm entering that era and that's and so I have to ask myself what habits does that person have and implement them along with whatever this new job school location etc might be doing for you and then the third thing I would do is build great relationships and this has there's so many things I could do on this I might do a whole podcast episode on building and maintaining relationships in the workplace because it is so difficult but I will say that I've stood by this before and I haven't always done it. I haven't been perfect at it, but I really recommend that you build 
very strong relationships based on similar interests and, you know, connecting with people outside of work because it really helps you in these environments. But you don't have to be best friends with these people. And in fact, I don't think you should. I think you should build allies, but don't always, unless like someone naturally happens to be your best friend, that's fine. But I think that you don't want to be talking shit. You don't want to be talking, especially to your superiors or around your superiors. You want to maintain a good relationship with everyone because at the end of the day, it's a corporate environment. So I would say that is really important. And building relationships with mentors is really important. And I mean, I have to take my own advice here because I need to connect with mine. And that's been something that's been on my to-do list for months. But it's so helpful to speak with people who are more experienced than you and you will learn a lot more than you think. And I know people say the advice, don't take advice from people who you wouldn't want to be. And I definitely agree with that. But when you're in a corporate environment, I think you should twist that advice to say, don't take advice from people who have attributes that you don't admire. And so take advice from people who are good leaders. Like just because I didn't want my old boss's job didn't mean that I didn't learn so much from him about being an excellent individual contributor or being an excellent manager because he was an excellent manager and advocating for yourself and how to really show up in the role. I learned so much from him, but that doesn't mean that I like, just because I didn't want his job didn't mean that he wasn't a valuable mentor to me. You know what I mean? So I think it's important to do those few things when you are starting out at a new job. And I am very excited for you for getting a new fresh start and a new opportunity and I feel like fall is settling in a little bit it's a little overcast and colder in Philly today thank god and I'm really hoping that we can take this new season this season always feels so regenerative for me Virgo season so we really hope that we all take this and make the most of it so with that being said I love you guys more than anything. Don't forget to shop your two classic and your two cozy robes down below. And don't forget that you are too smart to not love yourself. <laughs>